with that being said, right, a thousand different questions running through your mind, and it's mostly the time that you get alone, right? Mm-hmm. That time where, like, nothing's going fucking right, and everything just fucking hits you. Oh, bro. The lyrics specifically say, Why I gotta be the bad guy all the time, every time, anytime, whenever we going through this, some shit. Goddamn. Baby, whole time, only time that I get some lonely time is whenever we calling it quits. Goddamn. <laughs> so go ahead and talk about those lyrics, bro. Talk about the whole song in general. Man, Waiting Forever is my baby. That's like... This is Sad Boy Radio. Alright, everybody. Welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt. And today we got a very special guest, someone brand new. I'm sure you see his name on the board already. But I'm going to go ahead and introduce him, Drew the Kid. Go ahead and give yourself an introduction, bro. It's the kid. You already know. That's what it is, you know. Drew the Kid, Chicago, Illinois. I'm a, I, call, I consider myself a rapper with options, you know. <laughs> like, I don't, just, I don't just do rapping. I, you know, I sing, I produce, I try to do a lot of shit. So um, I'm happy to be, you know, kicking it with a sad boy radio. Thank you, bro. Yeah, no. Yeah, a rapper with options, bro, because... Check out that new video, Waiting Forever. Man, Waiting Forever, and we got another one. 28th dropping Kama Sutra, and then we got Valentine's Day, and then we got probably the the 28th of February, you know? So we keeping them coming all year. All year, bro. And honestly, I'm excited for it. I just talking to him a little bit before the camera's turned on, bro. He's got some big shit coming, but... We trying. We're going to go ahead and talk about those songs a little bit later. We're going to talk about everything that... Goes into those songs because I think that there's a little more into it, right? <clears throat> Man, all that shit, bro. It's like, cause I don't even like, I don't write my music down, so it's just like literally just pouring out of me, like in the truest sense. It's just like, yeah, just sitting in front of the mic, like literally, I'm doing now. I mean, obviously, I got my setup, but just being in front of the mic and I'll just be like, all right, what I, what I wanna. Um, what I want to cry about today. And I just, yeah, I just let that shit out. Hey, bro, Sad Boys for real. I like this guy already, bro. Sad Boys, bro. 21, he shot, he shot me some decent topics that shit that's been on his mind, bro. Honestly, it's super heavy shit because we'll, we'll get into it, right? The title of the episode is going to be called Lost. It's a working progress, but Lost because you had mentioned that lately your vision had felt cloudy, right? That everything's felt clouded and... I've I've honestly felt that where it's like you feel lost. There's so many fucking different things in life going on that you can't focus in on one thing. Yeah, bro. That's that's how it is. It's just you know I feel like it's just part of you know growing up. You know me just turning you know 21 last September. Um, you know it's just like man. I I literally I got a song called Grown Man Flow and it's just all about like me growing up and doing shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like moving out my mama crib. You know what I'm saying into into you know semi on my own you know with my roommates and shit and it's just like man you be like so much shit be going on you know at least for me and i'm sure for like a lot of you know young people whether it's like school or work or you know me like trying to balance my career with you know real life and it's just like man you get you get lost in it all until you like look back but while you're doing it you can't look back you know what i'm saying like so that's why i just be like it just be foggy like i'm just like walking through this like this haze you know what i'm saying and i just be like damn like I don't know if it'll work, but I'm like I'm pretty sure it will. So it's just like I just keep it going. <laughs> That's what I'm like. I'm like you know you just gotta just have that faith. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel you, bro. Honestly, I, like I said, I felt that so many times, especially like this past year, where it's like, man, you don't you don't know what's coming next. You got all this shit that you got to take care of, and oh, bro. another priority comes along. I know the song "Lost" by Frank Ocean. It's not it's not about feeling lost. You know, it's more so like drugs and all this shit, yeah, but. Yeah. 
the line specifically, you know, lost in the heat of it all. When I hear that, like, I just feel that shit like, damn, I, I feel fucking lost and I don't know who the fuck to talk to. So go ahead and talk about that situation for you. How do you handle that? Honestly, you know, it's just I feel like, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have a good, you know, support system around me. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's family or, um, you know, it's Angel or Mitty, you know, just all these people and my roommates, you know what I'm saying? Like all these people around me, um, you know, where like at any given moment I could turn to and just kind of vent a little bit. And it's like, you know, there's certain things, you know, whether it's regarding women, you know, I can't, you know, go and call my mama up about, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I could talk to, you know, my roommates and shit. I could talk to Angel about it. And it's like a certain shit where it's just like it's too close to home where I, just, I can't talk to them about that. You know, I, I hit on my mama and then uh, or my sister. But it's just, man, it's like you see all this shit changing around, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, my nep- my second nephew was just born. And, um, you know, congratulations. It, no, I appreciate it, man. It's like my when my first nephew came, it was crazy. And then my second one came and I'm just like, yeah. But I'm like, I fuck with him though still. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like shout, shout out that boy. But, um, it's just, it's wild because you see, like, you know, just everybody growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember me and my sister was, you know, kicking it in the crib, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, being kids. But now it's like, she got responsibility. She all the way in Cali. And I'm like, um, you know, out, out of my mama's house, you know what I'm saying? Everybody done flew the coop. And we just all, like, just doing our thing. And I'm like, man, like, am I doing it right? So it's like, but what's that, you know what I'm saying? What's the threshold of, like, doing something right and doing something wrong? You know what I'm saying? So... It's just all, man, it's all weird, but it's like, we just got to go through it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, same thing with the Frank Ocean thing. It's like, you just lost in it. You know, it's just like, you lost, but, you know, some people, they never find their way out. And you know what I'm saying? But, like, I feel like the closer you get to um, being more comfortable with being lost, that's, like, the goal. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you're not finna, like, you're not just finna find this exit. You know what I'm saying? Like, until you die. You know, so it's like, you got to just... You know, talk to yourself and be like, all right, who am I? You know what I'm saying? Everybody got to have that existential crisis. Yeah. Damn, bro, this boy's spitting because, <laughs> shit, I think that I've been through that process so many times where I've looked back and I'm like, damn, all my friends are fucking grown. For me, I went to school, right? So being in college, I always felt like I had an extra leeway in how much longer I can act like, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't say a kid, but a young adult right you get that little extra leash like okay once you graduate then you got to be a fucking adult exactly and it's for somebody like me too like always was kind of like a little like envious of that that school experience you know what i'm saying because it just seems so like tracked out you know what i'm saying but it's like that's not the case like just talking to people who've been in school or are in school right now is just like it's always changing but for me especially being somebody who came from being in like advanced classes or like you know being in them ap programs and stuff and then deciding like after high school like nah i'm gonna just focus on doing this shit and i kind of know where i want to be at now it's just about making a way of it you know what i'm saying especially with something as vague as music you like all right where the fuck do i go from here so it's like you know whether it's working this little shitty ass job just to you know get to the next stage and the next stage or you just like fuck it, I just can't do nothing and I just got to dive into what I'm passionate about. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's, it's it's a little weird and it's like you really be feeling like you spiraling out of control sometimes. But then that's why, again, it's like, it's important to have that like support group. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's just, that's, that's just, that's what I believe is the key. You know, just finding other people who 
are also, you know, kind of lost. You know what I'm saying? And then y'all just be like, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like, at least I know, uh, you know, I know where to find you at. The, bli- the blind leading the blind, bro. Blind leading the blind, bro. That's what it is, bro. That's what it is. Ah, man, I, you're just spitting the day, bro. I, I'm, bro, I be trying, bro. I be, I be spitting every day. I ain't gonna lie. Don't, don't downplay me. <laughs> don't downplay me. What's, what's your manager got to say about that, bro? He be spitting every day? I mean... What, what is there to be said that isn't going to be said? You know what I'm saying? The kids, he's been self-perpetuating, self-trained since day one, so just give him a chance. He'll tell you everything. Are we going to get emotional again? Angel, Angel hate it when, because uh, we be meeting new people all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, we always uh, talking to people, and then they kind of see how we work or, like, how we operate. And their first thing is like, so where did, you, where did y'all meet? You know what I'm saying? And it's just like. We always gotta go back to the story, and I'm like, I didn't, ain't even heard this story about 25 times already. But I'm gonna say it again. Go ahead, give them the story real quick. Nah, this man Angel. Let me tell you why this man Angel is is you know one of the goats already. It's just like it's hilarious because it's like he called that shit you know before anybody like before before me. He was like, man, he was like like you got something, you know what I'm saying? Because we was at a camp at the studio we used to work out of. And I guess they had, like, it was, like, Christmas break, so nobody was in the studio for, like, however many days. And we was, like, sleeping in the in the studio just working on music. And that was the first time I met Angel and some other people from our, you know, little crew that we run with. You know, I was working with uh, with my homie uh, Nico, uh, Nick Keenan. I, he was on here before, yeah. Is this the same writing camp that Abel and Adam met at? Mm-mm, nah, that's different. That was, that, was, that was after, yeah, that was after me and Angel then reunited and became a powerhouse. That's what it was. But nah, this camp was just like, everybody was just kind of like, you know, just a bunch of Lucys, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody was just running around and... Uh, we have people come from Milwaukee and, you know, all these places. But I always look at that as, like, my um, my rite of passage. That's what I like. I like as my rite of passage because I'm like, man, everything that could have went wrong that week before that camp, like, happened. Like, my sister came back down from – because she in the Navy. So she had came uh, back in town. And the car that I was using, I had got it, but it was my mom's car. It was in her name. So she was like, yeah, I'm going to give it to your sister. And then I'm just like, damn, so now I ain't got no car. You know, it's like my car. And I'm like, all right, all right, I guess I got to deal with that. And then we in the south suburbs, so I got to take, uh, I had to take like two trains downtown all the way to Union Station and walk like 30 minutes in the cold because this was December. So I'm like, bro, I was like, bro, I was like, I don't care what I got to do if I got to kill somebody. I'm getting to this camp. I don't give a fuck. And then so... Get on the uh, get on the train, walk thirty minutes, get there, freezing cold, and then uh, you know all these people there and then Angel there, um, but I, I don't know nobody except for uh, for Nick, and then so um, I'm just kind of floating around like trying to get my bearings or whatever, and then I'm seeing Angel, this man wearing all black of course, Nick got a ponytail, you know what I'm saying? I'm like man, this was yeah he was way he was way bigger back then. And I was just like man, I was like I don't know what it is about him, but. That nigga intimidating. <laughs> like, I don't know what it, Yeah, I was like, man, I was like, I fuck with him. I was like, he intimidating us. So I was like, I ain't going to say nothing to him. And then, so I was like just kicking it with everybody else. And then uh, it was like one of them them slow moments in the camp. And we, I'm in like the main room or whatever, just me being me. I think I was like, what, 17 at the time, 17, 18. And I'm just like playing my music just because I'm a, I'm a fucking narcissist. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't give a fuck about everybody else doing it. Let me listen to my shit, even though my shit was trash. But uh, I'm playing it. Angel come in. He like, yeah, he like playing some shit. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, he's like, he's like play me some more. Play some more. He's like, like damn. He like, 
I fuck with this. <laughs> so I was like, for real, I'm like, it's kind of trash, but all right, for sure. Long story short, he uh, he ended up was just like, man, like, work on this song, did it. Uh, they was fucking with it, and then he was like, come to Milwaukee, work on this shit for like Scooby Doo or something, and that's how I got into like the whole sync world. Scooby Doo, right? It's weird ass shit, right? And I'm like, man, I remember my mama was tripping. She was like, you using him now? You using him to move drugs? <laughs> like, why you taking my son to Milwaukee and all this shit? And she's like, what's his Facebook? I'm like, shit, all right. <laughs> got his Facebook or whatever. And then she pull up, because uh, my mom got this Escalade. So she, <laughs> she finally dropped me off at Angel Crib. <laughs> she pulled up in this Escalade feeling like the president or some shit. Yeah, look. The windows is like not tinted, but you can't like really see through them. No wonder this dude's bougie, bro. He's getting driven around in Escalades. Yeah. Was well, though low key, but meanwhile I ain't got no I ain't got no fucking car. And everything. so like we we pull up and then my mom uh dropping me off and she rolled a window down. As soon as she rolled the window down, her phone is already up. <laughs> Take a picture of Angel. She's like, okay, I got you. You you uh, y'all could go. And then shit. That's how you knew that shit was real. And then we went to Milwaukee, did that shit. And it's been flowing for what, three years? Yeah, about three years. So it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Congratulations on the fucking re- work relationship, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's beauty. It's rare to find that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had a manager before him, and it was um, you know, he was a good dude, but it was like I couldn't even sign the contract, you know, because I was I was 17, and it wouldn't have been legally binding. So I'm just like just young out here, just grinding on fucking LinkedIn and shit, and um. You know, it's just like we, he wanted to work, but, you know, it's like you can't force it like that. You know what I'm saying? If you're trying to force a, a management situation or just like a, a friendship or a connection or whatever, it's never going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always going to be that, that disconnect. So that shit just happened so naturally and seamless. So, so like, I'm, I'm blessed for sure. The, this whole circle, bro, like <laughs> fucking Nico, Abel, Adam, like Johnny Carter, then you two come in and you guys are all connected. Like All them, man, shout out to all them dudes too, man, because... It's just, it's, it's, I feel like it's just the energy just draws, you know, to each other. Like, me coming from, even though I'm from Chicago, but, like, me coming from Miami, and those are the first people I link with when I'm back because I wasn't making music before I moved. So, it was like, and even when I got back, I was just kind of getting my feet wet. So, it was like, just to start over and those are the first people I connect with, it's like, that shit, like, you, you can't write that shit up, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just amazing. And you're the youngest from them. I'm the baby, man. I'm the baby. <laughs> That you know what they say about the youngest child, right? What they say? They always gotta be the top ones. Feel me, brother? I, I got a chip on my shoulder, man. I'm like, man, them niggas be talking shit. I ain't gonna lie. You know, you feel me? Yeah. I'm like, since day one, I'm just like, man. I'm like, they always stunned on me, getting ramen and shit. Oh, like, you think I'm so boozy now? Cause I'm like, man, it's just as like I said, the lifestyle that chose me, hanging out with, right? I guarantee you, go hang out with Nick just for a second. You gonna do some? You gonna do some real white people shit? I guarantee you, bro. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy, but. That's why I'm like, man, just blessed. Like, all these experiences, like, kind of the first studio I ever recorded out of is, like, you know, the, um, and it's funny how everything is a circle because the studio I was recording out of is owned by the people that I just started interning for. And, like, I've, I've had a really good working relationship with them, too, in the sync world, but we get into that later. But that's, like, a, you know, $100,000 studio. Beautiful views of Chicago, you know what I'm saying? I'm, like, me coming from, you know, like, out west, you know what I'm saying? Just, like, and then, but even just being in Miami, you know, them studios trash too. So coming there, it's just like, damn, like, all right, I could do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing that keeps you going. Cause you know, people, they be like, I feel like that's the difference between the people who, who like try to do it and they like, you know, it don't really work out for them versus the people who like actually make it all the way through and break into the industry. It's just like all these little things taking them in 
and then like being reminded like it's real you know what i'm saying like it's possible to be there you know what i'm saying so, yeah man honestly it's it's really about the circle you got at the end of the day it's really about the people that you're working with but there's been I was just watching an interview today. It was like another podcast. Some guy that had just hit me up. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I'll be a guest on your podcast. And I, so I was checking out his stuff. And he's talking about how sometimes you just get in a funk, right? Yeah. And it's kind of like the funk you're talking about where people don't see the results. So they just kind of stop and they lose the passion right away. That's the shit. That's what I'm like, man, it's just, that's like the worst shit. That's like cancer, honestly. Like just getting that feeling of defeat just that taste of like defeat and like being discouraged and then it's just like man if you don't hurry up and do anything to get yourself like out of it like whether it's like I remember I ain't have no equipment for the longest back when I was trying to like you know just do shit and like at least get better at you know writing you know and rapping and whatever I'm like bro I remember I just had this big ass speaker and I would literally just like write down songs, you know what I'm saying? Just like just write down songs. I try to do like three a day, and then I'm like, well, not even just songs, but like just trying to write something every day because it's like you hitting up people, they're not hitting you back, you know what I'm saying? Like you like, man, can I record here? Can I work with you? Can you send me? And they like, nah, nah, nah. But you like, all right, what's gonna keep me going? Fucking YouTube and and your phone, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's it. Just keep writing, keep writing. But that's why you need the right support system because. Uh, going back to the podcast right that I was talking about, he talks about like, you know, sometimes I don't feel every single thing I do. <clears throat> sometimes I don't feel connected to it. And that shit sucks when you don't feel connected to the work. Right, right, right. But having the right support system, it brings you back. Like every time I do an interview from with somebody from your guys camp, like, bro, that shit makes me fucking yeah, extra yeah. motivated. I'm like, damn, all right. On to the next, on to the next, on to the next. Uh, yeah. And I shout out Nico, bro, because that dude sent me a bunch of fucking names. He's like, hit up this dude, hit up this dude, hit up this dude. That's how I got you, bro. He was like, hit up Drew the Kid. I was like, all right. I told him, reach out to you. But you had replied to me right before uh, he responded. So I was like, yeah, yeah, he already responded to me. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be quick on the DMs, bro. You know, you never know. Some, there's some holes up in there, bro. But talk to my manager. <laughs> right, bro. Talk to my manager. Man, anybody got some inquiries, bro? Hit up that man, Angel. He'll get back. Like, I'll get back to you. It's just like, he gonna make that shit happen, though. Like, that's the thing, because I be like, I never know what's going on. Like, the whole time I ain't even from my shit. Like, I just be kind of just going with the flow. He, he just tells you where to be. And- yeah, bro. He be like, yeah, we got an editing session on Wednesday. Or he like, we got this shoot on this day. And I'm like, all right, for sure. And I still be late. <laughs> every, every time. Hey, he was just telling us, like, Breaking an artist, it's hard no matter what. Yeah. And he's like, you could have the perfect kid fall in your lap, and that shit's still going to be hard. He's like, he, he said good things about you. He didn't mention that you're always late, but I, I see the one I see the one flaw that he might have been referencing. I ain't finna lie, bro. Like, you know, ain't nobody perfect, but it's just like, damn, bro, I really be milking that shit. <laughs> like, I be like, and it, it's funny, too, because, I mean, Zell know when we was just driving here, bro, I drive like a madman, like, like, it's not my fault that I'm late. I'm like, bro, I'll be like, no, I got to fucking get there. I'm like, bro, all I have to do is leave, like, you know, a little bit earlier. But I'm I'm such a procrastinator, like, and I feel like that that reflects, uh, that transfers over in, like, every aspect of my life. But it's, it's sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But yeah. definitely something I, like, 
I'm still trying to figure out if I need to work on it or not. Cause I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'm like, maybe it's my superpower. <laughs> like, okay, he's like, no, work on that shit. Well, let's use that as a transition back to the topic, right? Feeling lost, you know, just like you said, procrastinating. Mm-hmm. My problem, my problem is I procrastinate so much because I'm overthinking because I have a fucking thousand different things running through my mind, mm-hmm. um, and just those questions, man, they really, they take a toll on you. Mm-hmm. So what I actually wanted to talk about was the song Waiting Forever, right, bro? Yeah. With that being said, right, a thousand different questions running through your mind, and it's mostly the time that you get alone, right? Mm-hmm. And that time where, like, nothing's going fucking right and everything just fucking hits you. Oh, bro. The lyrics specifically say, Why I gotta be the bad guy all the time, every time, anytime, whenever we going through this, some shit. Goddamn. Baby, whole time, only time that I get some lonely time is whenever we calling it quits. Goddamn. <laughs> So go ahead and talk about those lyrics, bro. Talk about the whole song in general. Man, Waiting Forever is my baby. That's like, that was one of the first few songs that I like, I started like trying to like freestyle with. Like I wasn't completely freestyling like how I am now, but I was like taking voice memos and then <clears throat> finding the loose melodies in my voice memos and putting lyrics to them. So like that was like kind of what transitioned me into that, but um that was like what 2019 or something that was forever ago i wrote that and then it was just like man i was i didn't even i don't even think i had a bed at this time <laughs> like yeah i was like i was like low-key like kind of fucked up not like super fucked up but like fucked up in my mind to where it's like i was just in my mama crib and um i was so like into the music and so passionate about it i had took my bed out my room and like threw it away or whatever or, like donated or whatever just so I could put all of my equipment in there. And I put like this little like futon, like this little like sofa couch or whatever. And I used to sleep on that bitch every night. Horrible, crooks in my neck, everything, whatever. But I was just so like into it. And I was like, man, I was like, I gotta be, I wanna be able to roll like out of bed in the morning and roll right into my chair and record. Like that's like just my mindset I was on. So I was just like super like laser in focus, you know what I'm saying? So I was talking to this girl, well my, my ex, uh, my second ex, who like you know still haunts me to this day, but <laughs> but uh, I was like kind of talking to her, and this was like right after um, I had, cause usually it was like on and off thing, but she would just be like you know going her, through her things, and she was like, well maybe we should do it, and I was like, all right for sure, and then she come back and be like, ah maybe we should, and then I'm like, but this time it was different, cause I was like, all right now nah, I don't think I'm gonna be able to, I feel like I'm doing you a disservice if I keep trying to sell you these dreams or whatever, and then you know. It was like this whole big thing or whatever, and we just kind of started talking again. But I don't know, man. That girl is like every year. It's like she got it marked on the calendar. Yeah, is that the one that you had mentioned? Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. She just no. She she a real special girl. You know what I'm saying? But like I don't know. We just we got our differences. It's just you know this lifestyle is not for everybody. But and I and I completely understood. But I don't know, man. We was just like going through some shit. I had just came from Miami, where cause she in Miami, but she from Chicago. That's why like. In high school, we, like, connected. Like, every time I would go back, it would be, like, all up, you know what I'm saying? And I would leave, and then some shit happened. So, it was like, it's just the long-distance shit I couldn't do. And then I told her that, and she was like, yeah, she was like, appreciate you for being on You know, I'm thinking it's all good. So, I go and text her back. That bitch did not go through. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like I would, I did not think I was going to get blocked on that one. He said, I got blocked real quick. Real quick, bro. I'm like, but, it's like, I'm like, that's what I'm saying, bro. She just so, that's why I fuck with her still, because she just such a, 
she's such an evil mastermind. <laughs> she's like, yeah, like, it was like, I don't like, like, she really be putting through, like, she's still, like, my favorite muse, you know what I'm saying? Like, she put me through some shit. Uh, she, she's the one that uh, created his villain origin story, bro. She was, yeah, bro, I'm telling you, bro, she was the she was the motherfucker who killed my parents in the alley. Oh, tough, bro, I can tell you. And she, it was like that, but, no, nah, much love to her. Shout out to Shanti, man. If you ever see this. Hey, you got to send it to her, bro. <laughs> That's what I did, bro. We're going to get into that later. That's some real sad boy shit. Uh, like, I used to, I don't do it no more, but I used to, like, find ways to, like, get in touch. Because she would hit me from, like, different accounts, like, every year. Like I said, she got it marked on the calendar, like, every year. Like, even this year, that's how I started talking to again. They was, they was there. Angel, all my roommates was at the crib. I'm sitting there, and I'm just chilling. It's January 4th. I'm like, we just finished shooting a New Year freestyle video. And out of nowhere, bro, I get a I get a tweet. I'm like, bro, like I'm like, when did she get another Twitter, bro? I'm like, I get a tweet, and it's just, yeah, Drew, you know, I'm really not that mad at you. <laughs> like, just instantly going into it, and I'm just like, all right, fuck, now I gotta deal with that. So it was like, man, just keep reopening that wound, but um, it's worth it because you know the music be fire, you know, coming out of it. <laughs> so, but go. yeah, but that song, you know, we was going through it, uh, broke it off with her, you know, just because I'm like. Even in the hook, you know, I would say wait on me, but I would never, cause you'll be waiting on my ass forever. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, yeah, you feel me? Like, that's that's the that's the bar right there. Like that's the that's the epitome of how I be feeling with like a lot of women. Even when we was talking about just like, you know, why I can't handle girl. You know what I'm saying? Just cause I'm like I know that, you know, I'm married to the game right now. So it's just like what I'm gonna do. <laughs> you know, this nigga's there. Man, you went crazy with that one because I've talked about that so many fucking times, bro. Like, you don't understand. Like, I probably talked about it in, like, three or four different episodes where I just honestly felt like I've told girls, like, yo, this, this right here, this is the most important thing in my life right now. The dedication. So do you. That was the fucking, like, theme of last year. Like, this is the only thing that matters. If... If you're down to be around and you're down to be, like, fifth on the priority list, cool. You're not going to receive a text back right away. You're not going to see me every fucking day. Exactly. Like, you can want to see me. I want you to want to see me. But I got fucking priorities. And that's the thing, man, too. It's just like, I don't know, man. I just feel like I'm just, I be such an empath sometimes. It's like it can't even sit right on my conscience. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that, like, of course, you know, Ashanti, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, she ride or die. So she was like, yeah, she's like, I'm with it. Like, you know, like she she wanted to, you know, she she thrives in this type of, you know, lifestyle. But I was like, man, like just me thinking about it. I'm like, I'm like, what kind of life is that? You know what I'm saying? Like having, you know, just sitting around for somebody, you know what I'm saying? I was like, it just didn't, I, I ain't fuck with it. So that's what I was like one of the, the driving forces behind me being like, yeah, like I can't, I can't do that. But that's why, like, I just if I feel like I'm doing, you know, a disservice to somebody, it's like it it'll eat me up. So I just be like, nah, I'd rather just break it off and deal with the with the repercussions versus, you know, holding somebody hostage. You know what I'm saying? So sad boys for real. Sad boys for real, man. Have you heard of August Alcino? Yeah. Okay, so check out the song "Wait." Um, if you haven't heard it, I'm gonna check it out. That's my fucking song, bro. August Alcino, bro. Man, cold. Shit, finally somebody that fucking heard of August Alcina, bro. People don't know about August Alcina? Bro, hella people don't know about August Alcina. Like, I be mentioning that shit all the fucking time. They're like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, I got you right now, bro. They don't even know about him from the entanglements? I'm like, bro, like, that's the, like, if the new fans. I'm like, I've been on August Alcina since, like, middle school, uh, um, since, uh, I love it. 
testimony. Yeah. 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 Put some respect on August. I've seen the name. Oh, yeah, man. For real. Damn. Yeah, that relationship definitely took a toll on you, bro. I, I just take the good with the bad, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's like at least it ain't completely lost, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, me being the, the devious person I am, I'm like, I'm always looking, but I'm always trying to keep that, that line of communication open. So it's like, all right, when I do get to where I'm going, like, I can always just kind of step back in, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I, st- I still got to keep tabs, you know, on, like, on the people. Even if it's a girl I talk to for like a week, I'm still going to check up. I'll be like, man, what you doing? And like, just in case. I think that, um, and this is just me personally, bro, like, I think that sometimes it's best to just let that shit go, and if it falls into place later, it falls into place later. There's this there's this one girl that I genuinely think that, man, this is the girl that was my villain origin story, bro. This fucking girl, like, cut everything off. Like like I said, I had, like, two up, three episodes ago now. Mm-hmm. I had said, like, I don't know if she knows this shit exists, but I'm pretty sure that one day i have another conversation with her yeah whether whether i want that girl around still i don't want to say fu- i don't want to say fuck no on here but definitely like i don't think so personally i think that like just you grow so much bro like, yeah that's when y- y'all become different people you know what i'm saying I'm like that was what you know like three years ago you know what i'm saying i'm like and i just even you know talking to um you know talking to her now is just like i already see like you know, it's different paths that you choose, and it's like, I can't fault nobody for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. And think about where you were three years ago, and think about where you are right now, bro. Exactly, man. That's when, like, sometimes, man, you just got to let that shit just, just breathe, you know what I'm saying? Just, like, just keep it player, you know? And it's like, if, it, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. You know, that's what it is. So let me ask you one question, bro. Do you feel like you've experienced enough to settle down right now? Nah, definitely not. Like, I can say that. With my whole chest, all tough. Like, yeah, it's so like, bro. Like this ride, like, I don't even think like we. If this was a fucking roller coaster, like we ain't even started. Not, not, not even when even on the ankle. Like we ain't even start moving yet. Honestly, like this shit finna get crazy, crazy. Like, it's just the people around me. Like, it's kind of like already too big to fail. You know what I'm saying? It's just like between Angel and my other manager, Mitty. You know, shout out her. Like. It's just a, it's a powerhouse, you know what I'm saying? Like this shit is just too unstoppable. So that's what I'm like. It's just so much shit that's about to happen, and so much shit that's even happening right now, to where it's like, I would be, I would be limiting myself. You know what I'm saying? Like again, I don't want to do myself a disservice, so I'ma just block it out of my mind. You know what I'm saying? So, but I mean, you do got the moments where it's like everybody got the the human nature to where it's like, damn, like. Especially you got this, this nigga Zell over there with it, with his girl. He, yeah, baby, you want some, you want something to eat, baby? I got you, baby. You know, just oh, I love you too. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at that, you like oh, they, you know that's kind of nice, you know. But yeah, but yeah, both of these niggas, bro, both of my roommates, they you know be all caked up and shit, and I just be <laughs> let me go in my room and and cry. <laughs> you mentioned that, bro. You had mentioned that to me where you're like. You know, on them lonely nights, right? The, them lonely nights. That's a Daniel Caesar line. What song is that? Damn, what's that shit? Yeah, yeah, it's the joint. But you know what song I'm talking about, though. It's like, but my niggas can't hold me tight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it's true, bro. Like, you know, I love, you know, spending time, um, you know, with my homies and shit. But it's just like, they not. I, I'm not finna come to them when I, when I need the fucking affection and shit. Or even when you got problems, bro. Like, the song I thought about personally was... 
for some reason i've been really heavy on maroon 5 lately for some fucking reason but misery bro like i am in misery there ain't nobody who can comfort me exactly especially in your fucking situation you know he goes on there ain't nobody that can comfort me why won't you answer me like those situations where you don't have anybody that's gonna understand you you don't have anybody that's excited about the shit you're excited about exactly for me that's like something i'm realizing like lately like i have a lot of shit coming i have a lot of interviews set up and i get so fucking excited about it bro i go talk to somebody about it and they just like oh that's cool they don't give a fuck they're like that's what i'm saying man it's it's a it's definitely an island you know what i'm saying it's like um it's almost like you know when they say like um you know a genius is always like the loneliest ones you know what i'm saying because like people can't experience you know shit the same way they experience you know what i'm saying not saying i'm a genius or nothing but it's you know being a musician who's like deeply you know invested in their in their craft it's like you know motherfuckers not getting excited about you know their computer not crashing or their computer running 16 plugins at the same time you know what i'm saying i'm like man at least i got at least i got angel over here to fake it with me you know what i'm saying but i'm like i'm like everybody else they, they, oh man what that mean though? And I'm like, all right, never mind, bro. You <laughs> that shit, that shit's so annoying, and it it makes you feel a certain type of way, you know. Just like you said, lonely, bro. It makes you feel fucking lonely. Like, damn, the only person that gives a fuck. And Vic, Vic just like you said, Vic can fake it with me, but he's not. He's never gonna fucking like understand how deep I feel that shit because, and I. The problem is my my main problem is I think back to like, damn, this girl would have fucking cared, but then I'm like. Uh, whatever bro it'd be like that and that's like it's just and it's like you can't even fault them for it because it's like you know you know everybody's experiences are mutually exclusive so it's just like you know i'm like man you know i'm gonna take this dub and you know hopefully i'll find somebody who can who can share in this in this joy with me of of having uh you know a flawless mix <laughs> i'm like everybody else can't do that though so in them lonely nights right what are your most prevalent thoughts man uh, I mean, obviously my career, um, you know, just the the trajectory of, of where I'll be at, you know, in the, I'm like, I'm not, re- like, I'm a long-term thinker, like, of course I like, you know, but I don't spend too much time on it. I'm more of like, a, what's going to happen within the next, you know, few weeks to the next, you know, couple months, you know what I'm saying? So it's just always um, thinking about what can I like fail at, you know, today? Because, you know, it's like, if you fail... Um, you get it out the way, you know what I'm saying? So you always want to fail at something as fast as possible so you won't have to, you know, deal with that burden and you can learn your lesson, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, what can I fail at? What are my successes that I've had so far? How can we capitalize on those? But then, you know, it's also just like thinking about, um, you know, will it be, you know, too late? You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to have that moment um, to where it's like, you know, like, not saying there's nothing wrong with it. I personally don't see myself being in this situation, or I hope that I won't be. But, you know, I don't want to be, you know, pulling a Drake, you know, when I'm 36 and, and I'm a certified lover boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I kind of want to be, you know, kind of locked down and a little more, you know, settled at that point. But, you know, when you're so deep, you know, it's just time just be moving faster than you can, you know, uh, you have comprehend it. You know, so it's like if I'm – in my career, and I blink my eyes, and it's 10 years later, and I got all these successes, but I'm just like, damn, you know, I'm still kind of just that. Like, I am like I feel like you're stuck in that moment from when your success starts, you know what I'm saying, unless it has that moment to where it dies down. But, like, when you're somebody like a Drake, you know, who I, 
look up to and I aspire to have, you know, the, a similar career to. It's just like you want to keep it going, you know, for like as long as possible. You know, Drake is on what year 12, you know, it's like he's just unstoppable still. And it's like when when does that family life fit in? You know what I'm saying? So but I'll be thinking about it. I'm like, maybe I'll just have a concubine. I like I had like five five wives, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. But I don't know. We'll see. But these are definitely what be on my mind, you know, just chilling, you know, by myself. Cause when you by yourself, you got a lot of time to think. And it's like that's a good thing, it's a bad thing. But it's just like, man, you don't want to be left with your thoughts, you know, alone with your thoughts for too long. True. I mean, especially at twenty one, bro, mm. I I promise you those thoughts have gone through my mind a thousand times where for it's sure. like where do I want to be in 10 years, right? Exactly. Or what What does a family life look like, mm-hmm. you know? Because right now, yeah, we're small. Mm-hmm. But eventually, like, that's not the end goal, bro. Exactly. The end goal is, I'm sure for you, win a Grammy. For right me, for it's you, to yeah. be able to host the Grammy, exactly. you know? Exactly, you feel me? Yeah, it's like just really finding your ceiling and breaking through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's what everybody aspires or at least should aspire you know, for in the entertainment industry. And it's just like, man, when you putting so much effort and so much thought into it, you're just like, all right, when when can I, you know, go on dates? You know what I'm saying? Like, low-key, like, I had a date tonight. <laughs> you know I'm like, bro, I'm not going on that shit. Because I'm like, bro, like, I barely made it here. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, man, it's just, you, you want to do things and you, you make the effort, but... You know, it's priorities. And and some people don't understand that, bro. I'm Like, I promise you, I can't promise you, but I can almost guarantee you that girl's probably going to be fucking pissed off that, oh. one, you're late. Two, she's going to be like, oh, you didn't make time. Like, nah, bro, I got other shit to do. I'm telling you, bro. And that's the thing, man, because it's like, you know, of course, you know, the natural response to somebody hearing about all the great things you got going on is I want to be a part of that somehow. So, of course, I hit her up today and I was like, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it tonight. And she like, yeah, well, it's always there, so don't worry about it. I guarantee you I do that shit like one or two more times. She not gene for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's going to be like, all right, well, I don't think our lifestyles match up. And I'm I'm, I'm like, I agree. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. So, um, But, I mean, it's easy to get, you know, like fucked up about it. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to be like, oh, whoa, me. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you got to take that and, like, put it into your work. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like. Even how, you know, macabre and, and lonely and sad it is, you just like, man, like, I it definitely can't be in vain now. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm like, how much shit that didn't, that didn't happen? You know what I'm saying? So it can't be in vain. Yeah, bro. I mean, with situations like that, you know, just like you said, although it's dark to think about, like, not as much as people will support you and say, like, I got you. I got you. I'm down for it. Nobody's got you like you got you. Facts, bro. That's what I'm saying, man. That's just all you hear is just, yeah, I, I support you. And it's like, man, but like, where you at, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, you want with me shooting in the gym? You know, <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? All right, bro. Last question I do got for you is, this one was kind of just a random one. What situation makes you feel like you start questioning a lot of shit? So I feel like everybody's got a triggering situation. What's that for you? That's a good question. It's like really the first time I ever thought about it. Shit, when I'm broke. <laughs> like, that's what it is, bro. It's like, man, you go one day, like, thank God it ain't been, you know, like that for, you know, for a good, you know, month or so. But it's just like, you go and check and you just like, damn, bro, you're like, I'm broke as fuck. <laughs> you're like, I need to do something to get some money and I need to do that shit fast. 
but like see it's like my my morals and my my values like always keep me in check too thank god because like i never be like yeah let me go and you know hit this lick or whatever go hit a stain or you know let me go let me go sell some you know some shit but i'm just like man thank god i got these opportunities around me to be like all right, yeah, I'm going to go cut a demo for this, you know, this sync thing or whatever. And I know at least I'm going to get this demo fee of, like, 150 200 You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's, like, the main thing, you know. Like, you never want money to be the motivator, but that shit definitely makes it a lot smoother, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit definitely make it, you know, worthwhile. So Money doesn't create happiness, but it makes life a lot fucking easier. You feel me, bro? Say that shit again. That's what I'm saying. Man, there's so much more that we could literally keep talking about. Uh, sad boys, for real. Sad boy shit all sad fucking day, shit, bro. All day, bro. But <laughs> before we cut out, bro, I really want to talk about uh, you, what the shit you got going on. I know there's a lot of projects you guys got going on, a lot of visuals. So go ahead and touch on that. Talk on your sync thing, too, bro. Yeah, man. Um, You know, we got visuals. Uh, You know, we're trying to put out two a month from at least the first quarter from now to March. And then that's going to lead into an EP. Um, that's going to lead into my, you know, first, you know, true shows in, in Chicago. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, we we just trying to pump them out. And, you know, it's just it's just me, you, yeah, and Angel just kind of putting this shit together. And it's just it's coming together. So it's like we just want to keep the momentum going and hopefully grow our team and, uh, you know, just get bigger over time, which will happen. January uh, 28th, um, Kama Sutra coming out. February 14th, Valentine's Day, uh, Hopeless Romantic and Simpin is coming out. And then probably February 28th, I Don't Judge is coming out. And then we got the March dates and then eventually the EP. So we're going to be out here, man. Is there a date set for the EP? Uh, we don't got a date yet, but just know that shit going to be fire. It's going to have all of the visuals um, or all of the songs that have visuals to it on there. And then like three bonus tracks. So. It's going to be a nice offering for fans to kind of just get it packaged up and revisit it, but also for new listeners to come and experience just that whole journey and then obviously get new songs with it too. So I'm hyped. I I had a fucking blast today, bro. Man, me too, bro. Y'all doing some great shit over here. Thank you. And I really hope that whoever does watch this, you know, they become a fan. They learn like who you are and really do care about the music because these are real fucking stories like like we were just talking about, bro, waiting forever. You don't want somebody waiting on you forever. But even though you want them to be like, I got you, no, realistically, you can't ask that of somebody. Exactly, man. And that's what it is. Like, And for for new listeners and, and potential fans, you know what I'm saying? Like, My goal is just to be as relatable and honest as possible, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's somewhat lacking, you know, today. Not saying that, of course, you got people out there that's, you know, telling their story, but everybody don't want to hear, like, you know, the same story all the time. You know, everybody don't want to hear the same perspective of the same story all the time. Like, you know, so it's like, you know, even my name, Drew the Kid, you know, it's like not saying I'm childish, you know, yeah, three eyes off top. But I'm not saying kid as in childish, but, you know, kid as in childlike, you know what I'm saying? It's a difference in those mentalities. To where if you child like you have a sense of wonder about everything. Everything is exciting. Everything is, you know, um, everything is has potential. You know what I'm saying? But if you childish, you know, it's like it's that lack of dedication, lack of attention to detail. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna just give y'all the real, and I'm gonna talk about my life and my experiences, and you know, say it in a very fun, or sometimes not fun, but very entertaining way. You know, that's the goal. Yeah, bro, I love that. You don't want to tell the same story in the same perspective. And 
he don't want to be a certified lover boy by 36. All right, I'm like, man, even even Sunday, you know, the kid got to grow up. You know, it's just what it is. Uh, he might have to change his name later. You're right. <laughs> That's what everybody always does. What you going to change your name to? I don't know, man. I might just be a kid for life, but like I said, childlike and not childish. That's the goal. Well, I really appreciate you coming on, bro. And you know how we close out the show, bro. You got to introduce your significant item. Oh, man, where is that? Zell, pass me my bat. <laughs> No, this bat is significant because uh, I played baseball for 13 years from three years old to my junior year of high school and then before I switched over to the music. But my cousin uh, gave me this bat. He was um, just the bat he used at Chicago State where he won, like, athlete of the year and all this shit. So, I don't know, it's just always, like, a good luck charm. And, like, I could never really, like, I was always too weak, like, in high school to, like, swing this shit, but I just always had it in my bat bag. And I was, like, using I think I, like, hit, like, two times with it, but... Um, yeah, this was a gift from him to me. So I don't know. I just always got it with me to remind me of like my roots and shit and keep the family close. That's what's up, bro. And I really appreciate you coming on. I Man, I had a fucking blast. We went for a fucking an hour just straight vibing, bro. That's so. crazy. We just vibing. I appreciate y'all for having me. And, um, you know, y'all got some real cool shit going on here. And I'm excited to see y'all grow. Thank you, know, you, bro. At the same time as I grow. So let's get this shit. You know, it's crazy. Y'all, y'all my first, um... Y'all my first in-person interview. There you go, bro. I broke it. I broke the first one. Shit. Hey, well, thank you guys for watching. Drew the Kid, Sad Boys for Real. Go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe. And that'll be it for Sad Boy Radio. Peace out. This is Sad Boy Radio. Oh shit, I forgot, <laughs> man. I, I, I thought he was throwing up a peace sign the whole time, bro.